0: Hello there. Thanks for joining me today on this episode. Now on this episode, we be looking at conversations, how ten, 10 things to avoid or 10 ways to avoid fatal mistakes that can kill conversations. Um, usually, I tell people that you haven't had any conversation if the person you're speaking with doesn't understand what you're trying to say. If the person you're conversing with, if the person you're discussing with doesn't understand the message you're passing across and can probably not replicate or carry out an instruction that you have given to him or her, then you haven't really communicated. And so it's important that you check from time to time if what you're saying is understood by the person you're talking to. All right. I, I believe victim of bad conversations before and uh, i remember then that uh, told would always say come let's let learn to have learn to communicate right and the only way you can communicate is by having conversations not just by giving instructions or and walking away now a good conversation is simple actually and it's um, it's not hard you know with little practice you would be a good conversationalist and you don't have to you don't have to light everyone's mind, you know, with um, some banter and all that. And really, you don't have to be a conversation genius. All you just need to do is just either get it started or uh, join the conversation, right? And um, don't try to don't try to be a genius. Don't try to be someone that is good at it. Just be yourself, okay? Just be yourself, because you're trying to be. conversation genius is when you ring the whole thing so don't attempt like you're trying to be a conversation genius no don't attempt to just be yourself just have that conversation as its way now um, you have to avoid certain things okay Um, and the worst the worst form of conversation that you can have um, is, is, is very common when you make certain mistakes or have terrible conversations Okay, and like great conversations, the worst ones also have a handful of things in common and usually it's always a conversation as a means to another end. When you use conversation as a means to another end, it may come with its own uh, challenges and its own danger. So let's look at some points that, that we can try to avoid, that we can have good conversations. Number one, trying too hard to get something out of it. And the worst thing you can do in the conversation is to push an agenda. Right, Uh, People know when you're talking to them just to get something. So don't push an agenda in your conversation. Now, what do you do? Don't ask for anything. Even if you're talking to someone you want something from, don't ask. Um, Wait for them to offer. You just keep driving the conversation. Keep driving the conversation. Well, let me put a caveat there, though, that if the main aim of you going to meet someone is to make requests, right? don't just jump at making that request um, straight up. Create a conversation all right try to converse with a person um, try to talk with them you know re- so that both of you are having some form of some form of talks between yourselves when you if, if all that you do is just jump at your request you 're going to be uh, making a demand and probably ruining the entire thing right but in having conversations with with such a person you are able to even before you make a request get an idea of what the person thinks about what what you actually want to tell him so just be yourself and just have that normal conversation with the person all right get comfortable with asking questions okay and when you're not sure you can say I'm not you can say I'm not sure don't fake expertise of what you're not an expertise at right don't fake expertise at what you're not an expertise and that's for number two right Number two, try not to bullshit anyone. Try to ask questions where you don't understand, and try to be clear about what you do not understand and what you understand. All right. Um, some people will tell you that when you're pitching, just put all those things together and all. You know what? Again, you know. So one of the entrepreneurs call this a skill, right? But I tell you, it's not a skill. Trying to bullshit everyone is not a skill. <laughs> The second you pretend to know more than you do, people can tell. They're usually just too polite to call you on it. Some will tell you straight up that you just messed up. This is not it. Yeah, some will tell you straight up. While some will tell you polite about it and just and just look away. Okay, so don't try to bullshit anyone, right? Get comfortable with asking questions. You may ask questions if you do not understand what they are asking. So ask a question. Don't assume or don't form or fake expertise at what you are not all right um, and and you see the truth of the matter is asking questions is how you become an expert in a field right if you can't ask questions you can't dive deep you can't dig deep you can't do research you can't make findings all right so don't rely on what you think you know if you know you're not an expert at something then go learn about it point number three don't make a conversation all about you don't make a conversation all about it. Selfish talker will use anything you say as a jumping-off point into their own stories. And they ask the most random questions like, have you ever been to Egypt? Or have you read Infinite Jest? Or have you watched this movie? Have you seen this one? So don't make any conversation just about you, right? Drive a conversation, okay? And because they have, they want to tell you about it. So a selfish talker... Would ask questions like that and because they they have watched it they want to ask it they want to ask questions about it or start a conversation about it which is going to probably all right uh favor them and then they begin to you way too much information all right and then drop every information like it's hot right and that's just like this but so how do you avoid making a conversation all about you don't walk into a conversation with the goal of telling your favorite stories or sharing your most precious knowledge let the conversation follow its own path. All right. Follow the conversation. Like let the conversation grow. Let it, let, it, let it build up itself. Let other people talk and tell their stories. The responses will pop in your head. Okay. If you remember a story or some piece of information at the moment, that's the thing that you share. All right. It should come spontaneously. Don't go prepared. You're having a conversation. Don't go prepared to share a story. Let the story come. Um, spontaneously that way it flows along with the, the, the thread of the conversation that you're having <coughs> excuse me alright so that's the fix don't try to make it all about you and in a way not to do that just flow the conversation let the conversation follow its own path when stories come to your head as the conversation progresses share the stories but don't go with a notebook or a notepad of stories that you want to share in your conversation now, you may be wondering that how can you even do that? So, conversations could be spontaneous and conversations could be deliberate, all right. Um, you might just find yourself having a conversation with someone on the street or on a bus as a commute here and there, okay, and that's way you can begin to converse and discuss. So, yes, it can happen spontaneously and it can happen deliberately, all right. Um so, number four is um, the dreaded humble brag. I call it the dreaded humble brag. Everyone just feels tempted to share good news or just promote themselves. <coughs> Excuse me. We're all good at something. Take that or leave it. Everyone is good at something. There's no human being on the surface of the earth who isn't good at anything. Alright. And we've done exciting things. Either when we're kids or as adults, we've done Pretty exciting things that we are very, very, very eager to share. And most got engaged, most got married or promoted. So there is that good news. There is that exciting thing that you have done before. Now the problem is when you get so focused on your good news, and you assumed that everybody else has ever done anything. Nobody has ever done anything meaningful with their lives. You know, you, you, you could do with some people and. You just keep sharing exciting things, keep sharing exciting things that they have done, how they moved here, how they got here, how they made that beautiful wife of theirs or that beautiful girl of theirs, how they made their husband, how they got married, what their kids did that morning, the, the first restaurant you or she went to. And they just go on and on and on and on as though the person they're conversing with hasn't had his or her own exciting experience or, or great things that, that they have done. You assume up front that they won't be happy. For you, and that's when you really try to downplay the big news you know um, you just share. So, how do you think this? if you have good news, just spit it out? Right? Um, don't, don't, um, when you're trying to be humble, okay, when you're trying to be humble, it usually comes off as sometimes as arrogance or condescending sometimes. Of course, there are places that there are times that you need to actually wear some humble jacket, right? just Be humble about it. And and you see, talk about how you express these things, this is your achievement, talk about how you express the achievement. That's going to show if you're sharing it out of contempt to the other person or you're sharing it out of a pure art and and a clean mind, you know, uh, with such a person that you're conversing with. Okay, so it's interesting that you don't just go on um, trying to share and then they can read or suspect that they're just trying to encroach rub in you know like like let me say so you've got good news share it drop it like a thought and let the conversation move on don't sit on it right don't try to say it like okay I'm not proud though I'm not proud though but I just want to tell you guys you know those kind of conversations that that we tend to have alright number five kissing invisible ass yeah it's kissing invisible ass now how I many of you have watched, um, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name now, this this Netflix uh, series has um, Genghis Khan. All right, so the person you're sucking up to isn't even there, but you're talking about them in third person. <laughs> All right, so um, there's really no point here except you are so delusional you think this person is omnipotent, or you're so paranoid, yeah, that you think they bug the room. So what I'm trying to say exactly is, if you feel compre- compelled to praise someone try keeping it under one sentence be specific and use understatements don't go long and long and long about the person you're trying to praise just say it and move on say it once and move on there's no, no wrong doing right trying to praise people there's no wrong doing trying to celebrate people but the way you do it that it won't come up as though you're trying to kiss someone else's past right like you're trying to be good okay so you can press on either in their absence or in their presence but do it underneath as an understatement do it not as the front line of your statement as you have that conversation with the person do not forget that this has to do with when you're sharing when you're having conversations with people it's not it's not like when you are on a project right or or you have an assignment to do that no the focus here is you having conversations with people and how to, you know, have those meaningful conversations. So I'm trying to highlight those mistakes that might ruin a meaningful conversation with someone. Uh, number six, dancing around the point. Everything you say should have a goal and not just a selfish one. You should try to inform, entertain, or persuade. Each time you're having a conversation, have these three goals in mind: that you're informing, you're entertaining, or you're persuading. Okay, and of course, we all if the long stories with a bunch of random details that don't even matter. I, for one, you know, I like that you, you know, when you're telling me something, can you please just um, probably go straight to the point or if there are important details that need to be shared as part of the stories, yeah, go on, but don't go left, right, left, right, middle, come back, you know, and all that, and then you take me back to 10 years ago, and they bring me back to 15 years later, and they bring me back to the present. Can we just get done with this thing, alright? so. When you're sharing stories, don't go so long with a bunch of random details that don't matter or um, some random trivia or gossip like you're giving a groundbreaking truth or revelation. Okay, um, so show people um, what you're trying to talk about. All right, this is advice that is usually given for writers. Show, don't tell. So, but yeah, it's about keeping whatever analogy you have very short. And if you're worried about offending someone, then just don't say it. Don't say it. Um, don't say what's in your head. Don't just say anything, right? But as you're sharing, as in that conversation, as you're sharing stories, put them together in your, in your, put your thoughts together, and don't go all about random things. note here that I'm not saying you shouldn't share. Um, you shouldn't share things as part of your story. I'm not saying you shouldn't share details when you're telling your stories, but don't make your story more of the details as it were all right because the person would get tired because he's interested all right in the at except to writing a script right but remember now that we're talking about having conversations all right now the next one i would like to talk about is ignoring all body language at least half of the conversations that we have happens through facial expressions and other cues and once you misread or ignore a cue right you could, you could trap someone who is trying to be polite to excuse themselves. I mean, some people come to you and they can't even read your facial expressions. They can't read your body language. you are trying to tell them, sorry, I need to move. Sorry, I, I need to use the restroom. Sorry, I need to do this. But they can't even. And they just keep talking. up and down. And, and they go on and on and on and on and on. You need to learn to read body languages. Understand when someone is sitting on the edge of their seat. Understand when people are already standing and they are pacing near and they are probably playing with their phones, yet you're still talking. It's a sign, right? It's a body language that tells that, hey man, hey babe, I need to move on. I need to get something doing. So learn how to pick on subtle cues. I remember growing up as a child in, in, in African and yeah, and if you go out with your parents and they need to tell you not to do something, you just use their, uh, one of their, um, they just use their to you know, to, Tap yours, you know, more like, or they just pinch you by the side or wink at you. Those are all signs, right? That we need to learn. And when you're with people, pick those signs. Learn to know when someone is uncomfortable with what you're saying. Okay, maybe two people are having a conversation and the third person joins, and someone is trying to signal to you that hey, look, change the conversation, change the conversation, change the topic. You should be able to understand. So learn these things. If if it's difficult for you, you can go on Google and try to see or read about body languages and you don't understand. Okay, so learn to understand body languages, facial expressions. If someone feels uncomfortable, please give them an easy way out by excusing yourself. Don't become a pain to them. Don't become someone that the next time they see you, they run away because they don't have the time. There are some people that when they come to see me, I'm like, oh my God, this person has come. I can't do any other thing today again. All right, but I've learned to end the conversations myself. All right, so when you are are going on and on and on and I need to move on with my life, I just look for how to end the conversation. All right, I hope that helps. All right, so the next one is refusing to ever pause. This is one mistake a lot make and it's very easy to make. You get carried away with yourself and then you don't even let up. One idea bleeds into the next. Before you know it, the person standing in front of you has turned to stone. You are the one doing all the talking from one idea to another idea to another idea. And the person you're supposed to be conversing with, remember that it's a conversation, not a talk show. Right? It's a conversation, not a sermon. It's a conversation, not a keynote address. All right? So, and the person you're, you're supposed to be conversing with has now turned to an audience and you have now become the keynote speaker. You're moving from one idea to another. So you need to learn to pause take a breath every now and then all right and another thing is when you take a pause and you take some breath in it allows you to study your environment and see if you're actually carrying the other person along or you're just on your own (laughs) all right now in previous like in point seven I talked about body languages and all that now when you see someone who opens their mouth and you've been talking a lot it's a sign that you wrap up your story and let them interject something alright I'll say that again you're talking and you have been talking for quite a while and the person you're supposed to be conversing with opens his her mouth it's a sign that you're talking too much and the person wants to say something so you need to look at the person you're conversing with if it's on the phone Right. If it's over a phone call, you probably cannot see the person's facial expression,? Right? but if yet it's like, "So I don't go on and on and on and on. just pause, I say, "Yeah, let me hear you." alright. So allow room for the other person to talk, and that where you use the opportunity to catch your breath. Practice asking more questions, all right, and actually wait for an answer. All right. Practice asking questions and actually wait for an answer to the question you ask. Don't just ask questions as a way of passing by. Right? Be deliberate about the questions. So ask the questions, okay, and wait for an answer. And don't try to fill little gaps. Allow some space. Allow some space for your conversationalist, your fellow conversationalist, to take a breath and assimilate what you have shared with him or her. Don't just go on and on and on and on with just talking, 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 talking. Okay? Learn to ask questions. Number nine. We all know that one person who can't stop talking. Like just keep talking and talking. And then instead of coming up with new topics, they will fixate on something like the temperature. They'll even turn political debate into the simplest black and white issue or something you really can't discuss. What's the point? The next mistake you can make is pointing out the super obvious. That's point number nine. And then um, you just find someone who is obvious. The weather is cold. Yes, that should be part of a conversation. We all know it is cold. It is super obvious. This can ruin any conversation. Um, you're talking to a man of color, or you live in a place where there are people of color, and we know that there are people of color in that locality. You don't need to bring it up to us again. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, don't go on talking about the super obvious. Look for new things if you really want a conversation. To thrive if you can't think of anything to say then just stay quiet and listen trying too hard to say something if something kills conversations, right don't try hard to say something it's not compulsory you say something if you have nothing to say okay if there's something obvious and you really want to talk about it tell it inside you and then wait for something with a little more depth and then throw it in okay so get comfortable with silence that's actually the key here Get comfortable with silence. Don't be the one to always take charge of conversations. Get comfortable with silence. Alright. So let's get a final one and that's forcing advice on someone. You are not in the position to force any advice on someone. You're not in the position to throw advice at someone every time. And when when someone is venting when someone is angry they usually don't want advice they just want a chance to talk about it so there's a good chance that they've already tried you know what you're about to suggest sometimes and it's even worse when someone pretends to know every detail about your situation or trivializes it by saying um, things like all you have to do is no listen to the person so listen all right prompt them for details remember i said they I learned to ask questions all right <coughs> or even let them know that you don't have the formula to solving that problem. You can say things like, I just don't know what to do. All right. If you really want to help someone having a rough time, okay, then offer to talk to them more about it You know, later. Just lead them to take that moment in, breathe in, breathe out, All right. and then offer to have a conversation with them. You can say things like, I've been, I've been through something similar, and I'd be happy to tell you what worked for me. All right, and you, now you have said what works for you so the person understands that you're not giving him or an almighty formula it is something that works for you and you're asking if the person will be willing to try it out so if it doesn't work for that person such a fellow won't be angry because you told the person that I tried this and it worked for me you're not saying this works every time all right I tell people that there are certain solutions that are custom made they are not made for everybody they are made for just you. Alright, so like I said, conversation isn't hard. Alright, all you have to do is um, to have a good conversation. Show up and let's go. Two things. Two best ways to have a conversation is show up and let's go. Show up in the sense that you are available for such a conversation. Alright, let's go is understand when to keep quiet and understand when to talk. Alright, so uh, imagine someone asks what. What's your favorite drink? Okay. That's, that's, that could be a good way, all right, to start a conversation. So there are, there are five W's that help start a good conversation. Who, what, when, where, and why? Who said what? Where did you meet or where did it happen? When did you think about this? What exactly are you doing? What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite meal? When you, when you, when, <coughs> excuse me. So get the other person to expand and elaborate. When you ask the what questions, then you give the other person the chance to elaborate on what they have just said. So for example, you ask what's your favorite drink, okay? And the person goes on to tell you what is your favorite drink. You may now ask that why is it your favorite drink, when did you first try it, okay? And before you know it, you've learned a lot about someone in just less than an hour, perhaps more than you thought possible. So the best way to start a conversation is to use the five W's, when, why, who? where and what all right so let me give a a, a case in point so uh, we are trying to have a conversation with someone i may ask what's your favorite color why is blue, blue is my favorite color by the way why is blue your favorite color oh how many pairs of clothes do you have that are the blue color when last did you wear one because you obviously aren't wearing a blue colored shirt or whatever at the moment and that way the person begins to tell you more and more of itself the fastest way to kill a conversation is to walk into that conversation with a grand plan and expectation you want to promote yourself and look smart a conversation isn't a dance-off a conversation isn't a performance a conversation isn't a stage for you to act drama no a conversation is a dialogue a conversation is, is an opportunity to gather information about someone so do not go with a plan that you want to go sell yourself all right sometimes conversations could be better than others some may just die all right but well, if you attend if you if, if you avoid what i've just shared with you trust me you're going to kill and nail any conversation that you find yourself having all right so go out there go out there practice this and i'm sure but you'll have testimonies to share. So please do not forget to come back here. All right, if you try these things and it work for you, please come back to share. So let me do a quick recap of the points that I have listed. One, I said do not try hard to get something out of it. Two, do not try to bullshit anyone. Three, don't make it all about you. Four, don't wear a humble brag. Five, don't try to kiss an invisible ass if you want to praise, praise. 6. Don't dance around the point. Go to the point and move on to the next point. 7. Don't ignore body languages. If you do not understand body languages or what body languages are, go and read about them. That would help a great deal. 8. Don't re- refusing to ever pause. Don't try to just keep talking and not take a breath or pause. You will enjoy yourself in a conversation. <laughs> 9. Mm, some things are obvious. Don't try to point out what is obvious to us. Point it out to yourself in your head and ten don't force your advice on anyone and i said the best way to start a conversation is to use the five w's what why who where and when so the next time you want to have a conversation just show up and do what again show up and what show up and what okay so just show up and let's go all right shall i come your way again it's five